Hello, podcast world. Dwight Beal here with Kimberly Hauer again, and it is Wednesday. So thank you for joining us for the Victory Point Bible Reading Plan. And is it your turn to read the scripture today? But before we yeah. get there, um, so you did share with us already a little bit how long you've been at Victory Point, but what what is it that was going on that connected you with this body of believers? Yeah, so we um, were kind of church shopping when Kylie was about to be born. Um, we obviously needed a place to baptize her. Church um, shopping. <laughs> yes, I don't like that term, uh, but we were doing that. Uh, we fully admit that's what we were doing. Um, and so we had found VP. I don't remember exactly how, because it's in the middle of a cornfield, but we found it. Okay. Um, it probably happened to be between our house where we lived and my parents' house. And I grew up at Nordelow's right around the corner. Oh. So it was a familiar neighborhood. Okay. So it wasn't, me. you didn't know somebody here that invited you um, to come visit? Or? I don't remember. I don't remember being invited. Um, I think we were just church shopping. So okay. we were just checking different places out. Yeah. This um, cornfield looks nice. Yeah, exactly. It was great. Um, and then I just got involved with Kids Zone by working in the nursery. And then that led to being asked to lead the nursery. Um, and I am a loyal person, like just that's part of my nature. So I don't like to change much. Um, so leaving, you know, has to be for something painful or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. just feeling like it wasn't right. Mm -hmm. um, so we've never had that feeling here. Um, we've always enjoyed being a part of Victory Point, and um, I became very fond of the 3DM discipleship journey that the church was right. approaching okay. um, quite a few years ago now, and it really intrigued me. Hmm. And so that kind of kept me interested. What about it intrigued you? Um, I felt like Victory Point was already an authentic community of mm -hmm. believers, a very welcoming place. Mm -hmm. um, so I felt it already had that going for it. Um, but just the the shift into like not just knowing mm -hmm. scriptures, but actually living it out mm. and making it an everyday part of your life mm -hmm. as opposed to uh, just show up on Sunday part of life. Yep. Um, in real concrete teaching ways, you yeah. know, like demonstrating how that happens. Yeah. So. And you had mentioned earlier, you like the emphasis on disciple making. Yes. Yeah. Um, because I just think that like Jesus tells us to be disciples mm -hmm. and then also to make disciples. Mm -hmm. But if we don't know how to be disciples, we don't know how to make disciples. Mm -hmm. And so I think like that became real clear like i don't i don't know what it's like to be a disciple i don't know what that means hmm. i knew all the bible you know i knew where i could go if i needed information about something yeah um it was just a textbook hmm. you know that didn't really sink in mm -hmm. i think once you get to be a disciple is where you find that relational you know like the discipleship is relational yeah um so yeah i think that i we stayed because that means so much mm -hmm. and we wanted our kids, you know, to experience that. And, um, 
Yeah, and are proud of the fact that they are learning it. And it's super cool to watch because it's not the way I grew up. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, you want to read our Bible passage for today? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Tell us where it comes from. So First John 5, verse 1 through 6. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And everyone who loves the Father loves his child as well. This is how we know that we love the children of God, by loving God and carrying out his commands. In fact, this is love for God, to keep his commands. And his commands are not burdensome, for everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. This is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ. He did not come by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit who testifies, because the Spirit is the truth. There's that Holy Spirit again. That's right. Keeps showing up. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like about this passage, Kimberly? I think what I like about this passage is that it is simple. You know, it doesn't seem complicated. Like how you become a follower of Jesus. Like you believe that Jesus is the son of God, mm. that he's overcome the world mm -hmm. and follow his commands. And that's how we demonstrate love. Mm -hmm. You know, by obedience. This is love for God. Obey his commands. Yeah. Like it, it's not like a 10 point formula or something like that. It's just right? like, this is how you show love to God. Like, how do yeah. you show God that you love him? So just would, obey him. So is it fair to say that obedience is God's love language? I think so. Yeah. I mean, so, it seems to be. <laughs> yeah. Now, it seems like some the the word obedience we trip over it sometimes. Mm. Do you trip over it sometimes? Yeah, cuz yeah. That means you're obeying somebody, you know, like you're like a child, mm -hmm. right? It kind of puts you in that like my parents tell me to, right. you know? God tells me to. Right. And I don't know like as a Hopefully parent. it's human nature to want to rebel against that in some way, because right. if so, I got a bit of human nature in me. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you're a parent of three. Yeah. And I got to believe there's been times where you've given a command. Maybe you wouldn't call it that, but an, an instruction to one of your children. Mm -hmm. And they look right back at you and say, why? Yes. Why yeah. do I have to do that? And then do you ever answer, because I said so? <laughs> yeah, I've been that parent. I think yeah. I swore I wouldn't be that parent, right. but I am sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And there are sometimes it's just you you know what's the best for your yeah. child. They don't know it yet, but you know because you've lived and, and because you love and because you can see the bigger picture. Yeah. Um, but they don't see that yet, right? Um, so... It is human nature to obedience is hard. Yeah. Especially when we don't understand all the whys behind it. 
Yeah. So, so when we read, uh, this is love for God to obey his commands and his commands are not burdensome for everyone born of God over, overcomes the world. Um, it's easy just to breeze past that. Um, but obedience is, uh, uh, even Jesus said that in John 15, which oops, we're going to read that tomorrow. Mm. Um, but so here's a little foreshadowing. Jesus says the same thing. If you obey me, you love me. If you love me, you obey me. Um, how, well, I don't want to beat a dead horse here. What, what else do you have there? Well, one of the questions was, what don't you like about this or don't understand? And I have to um, confess here that there's not really anything I didn't like, mm -hmm. but I find John very difficult to read. Hmm. Like even the beginning of John, the book of John, not first yes. John, but the his book, John. Yes. Um, in the beginning was the word and like, he seems very wordy to me and very deep and complex. Yeah. And I have to read these things like that. He says a lot of times, even as I'm reading the scripture at the beginning of this, I really have to pay attention to what I'm saying. It doesn't just roll off the tongue. Like it's almost like I'm reading a foreign language. Mm -hmm. um, I mentioned that to my kids that it's almost like I have to translate every word. Hmm you know, in a, in a weird way. So I just find John very complex to read very deep for some reason. I don't so know which, why. So which parts of this passage, passage feel complex to you? Just the very beginning even. Okay. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God and everyone who loves the father loves his child as well. And this may be weird, but like, loves his child as well. Like, is he saying loves Jesus or loves all his children mm -hmm. or, you know, and I, it, it's singular, but it has this hint that later on it might, you know, like then it goes to say his children. So I get lost in some of those words sometimes yeah. like, okay, well, what does, what does exactly he mean by that? Like, right. I might have to do some more study. Yes. <laughs> And that's good. And, yeah. and Kimberly, the, as I've observed you over the last two years, um, you seem to be a very inquisitive person. And sometimes when there's a, you have a question, mm -hmm. you go after it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Even if it takes you a while. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, I think that is the mark of being a disciple. Um, yeah. Of not just saying, well, I don't get that, so who cares? Right. Like, no, I want to, I want to understand that. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause I will read these scriptures in, um, on my Bible app, which I love because I can change the, um, translations of them and I can mm -hmm. just get a different perspective and yes. hope that helps me understand it That's better. That's super helpful. So sometimes I go over the it. message. I'm like, which is super plain English. Right. Right. And now it's a paraphrase version. So it's not word for word translation, but right. sometimes that, you got to do that. Right. Just to like unlock your brain a little bit. Right. Yep. So there's a passage in here that, that hurt my brain a little bit. Yeah. Um, verse six, this is the one who came by water and blood. Jesus yeah. Christ. He did not come by water only, but by water and blood. 
I don't get it. Right. So I had to go, I have an NIV study Bible. Yeah. So I went to my text notes and, and it's, I don't know if we're going to have time. We're at 12 minutes here. Okay. Um, so can I, I want to yeah. read something just yeah. real quickly. This is super interesting. So uh, at this time there was a heresy known as Gnosticism it starts with a G Gnost Gnosticism and Gnostic heretics of this day. Uh, they said that Jesus was born only as a man and he remained. So he, they didn't believe that he was both man and God, right? At the same time. Okay. Um, I got to take my glasses off so I can read this. So until his baptism at that time, they maintained that the Messiah or the son of God descended on the human Jesus, but left him before his suffering on the cross so that it was only the man Jesus who suffered on the cross so that it was only the man Jesus who died. Through this letter, John is insisting that Jesus Christ is God as well as man. He now asserts that it was this God, man, Jesus Christ, who came in. Oh, gosh, this is getting long. I'm really sorry, you guys. Um, so in essence, John had to make an argument that, um, that Jesus came by water through his baptism, yep. which was the beginning of his ministry, and also by blood which was the end of his earthly ministry through his crucifixion, basically saying God was both, Jesus was both God and man. He was baptized and he, uh, it's it's pretty heady. Right. Right. But in this passage, we, we have no clue, but Jesus or John was speaking to the heresy of Gnosticism. Right. Right. So people in the first century who were aware of this heresy would have read this passage and been like, oh, I get what he's doing. Right. He's proving that Jesus was both God and man. Right. You know, but it goes right over our heads. Right. Right. <laughs> like, well, of course. <laughs> but, and I'm sorry if that bored anyone out there, um, but it's a great example of how sometimes to understand even just like one sentence, you kind of got to chase it down. Right. And get out. And that, and that can be really fun if, if, um, if you like to study right. and if you like going on treasure hunts, which I think you do. Yeah. I do. That one I did not dig into, though. It was too much. <laughs> it's, okay. it's okay. I'm glad you did. Um, well, in light of what this passage has said to us today, is there one step that you're going to take or you would encourage us as the listeners to take um, in response to God's truth? Yeah, I think um, for me it was that I – you know, I'm going to cling to the promise that I am a child of God, yes. right? Because those are things I believe. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it is simply that I believe that Jesus is the son of God, which means I'm a child hmm. of God, Amen. you know? Um, yeah. And then, you know, confident in the victory, Yep. you know, it speaks to that over the world, you yes. know, because God overcomes it. So, yeah. um, and that's not a complex concept. No, that's simple. That's simple, right? Like I am God's child. And I'm going to claim that victory. And I'll confess to you that that's not always simple for me to, to believe. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. But I lose it sometimes. Um, and if we're God's child, then I know that he loves us unconditionally, even if we slip up and mess up, which we do and we will. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so that's good stuff.
well, thanks, friends, for listening in. We got one more uh, Bible reading for this week, uh, for tomorrow and Thursday, and then we're off for the weekend. So uh, until then, the Lord bless you, keep you, and make his face shine upon you and give you his peace. We'll talk to you tomorrow.